0: Song of Solomon, chapter 7. Song of Solomon and the seventh chapter. Lord, thank you for Calvary. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the love of God. Thank you for the cross of Calvary. Thank you for the precious blood. Thank you for the local church. Thank you for the Lord of glory. Thank you for the blessed hope. Lord, thank you for the good brethren. Oh, Lord, thank you. Lord, breathe on us around here this week. We humbly pray. Teach us all to love one another and to provoke one another unto good works. Lord, do that great work of the Holy Ghost in us. And amongst us, Lord, we'll thank you for it in Jesus' name. And all the Lord's people said, Thank the Lord. Hadn't the Lord been really good to us? I Bless the Lord. Wonderful. Song of Solomon in chapter 7. It's great to see our friends and our fellow soldiers, our fellow laborers. Thank the Lord for the church. Good to see, Brother James Langston, Brother Marion Atkinson, our our elders, elders in the ministry, and men that have blazed the trail. And I thank God for them. Brother Derryberry, and thank God for them. Brother Brother John Dent plowed a straight line. And that's why men of that that caliber are here tonight. And thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for Pastor Burke. What a what a miraculous fit. I told the church here some time back in between that most churches overwhelming majority they never get the right man the next time. And I don't care what you, how you look, they don't. One out of 10,000. I don't care how much unity, how much prayer. I don't care how much heritage. They just don't. Most of the time, God's done. And He's moved on. And uh, to me, it's a, It's a miracle. It's in the mirror it's in the miraculous category. Half of you don't even know what I'm saying and it's a miraculous thing.
1: <laughs>
0: what the Lord has done.
1: Ugh.
0: Better men and better places and better arrangements than we've ever known do not survive for round two. But the Lord seemed fit. He's had mercy on y'all. He's been kind to us. Y'all didn't deserve His blessings. Nobody ever has. Talk to me. But the Lord has been gracious. Amen. Thank the Lord. Song of Solomon, chapter 7. The Lord sure has been good to us. My, my. The Lord will help me for a little while. I'll try to exhort. Good to have my children with me. Preston, Chloe, Kendall, y'all stand up. They got to come. want you to see how tall and pretty they are. I can't help it. God made my babies a little prettier than y'all's. Don't be bitter. Don't be bitter at God. Don't be bitter about this. <laughs> and uh, thank the Lord. Uh Jennifer's selling baby beagles and painting the bathroom. <laughs> and enjoying her homeschool spring break. She's not had a <laughs> she's not had a week to herself in years. That's the truth. I've called her three times, and the kids keep calling her. She said, "I think I just had a thought." <laughs> That's what she said. I said, "What's you doing, baby?" She said, "I think I just had a thought. I'm actually going to be able to think about it." I said, what was your thoughts? She said, I'm just thinking about the fact I had a thought. There's been several try to come in through all these babies, but one made it. I'm scared to call She'll have to paint the whole house for them. Hadn't the Lord been so kind to us? I'm looking forward to the preacher's meeting in the morning. Does that start at 10? I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be wonderful some of these men will be preaching. Stand up, Brother David Triplett and your precious wife and your daughters. Stand up. Just got back from Uganda Saturday. And uh, they're our World Harvest missionaries, some of them to Uganda. And so you talked to Brother David and his wife. They just got back Saturday. You can be seated. Kerrigan, remain standing. This is her daughter, and she's going to Albania. One year at the Redfield, they did not know it. Brother David hit this altar, and Sister Kerrigan hit that altar. This had not been previously discussed in their house. And one, and I think you were there, sitting up behind the preachers. And, uh, Brother David surrendered to be a missionary to Africa, and Kerrigan on the other end surrendered to be a missionary to Albania, and those things had never been discussed in their house. God moved on their hearts separately, and they met in the middle looking for me and their pastor to tell what God had done. And I I hope that... Thank you, Miss Kerrigan. Uh, and she's going to Albania. We just... uh Sunday, this Sunday... We'll start the fourth church in Albania, Brother Ben Manley. And uh, tonight, there is the first time, I think maybe in a few hundred years, tonight as we sit here and speak, the gospel tent has gone up in Albania and they've started the first tent meeting tonight. This is where Paul carried Titus. And they run the Christians out. And for a thousand years, since about the year 1000 or the year 1100, the Muslims, the Turkish Muslims, have had Albania. And uh, you see a few blue-domed Greek Orthodox churches which is the Greek version of the Roman Catholic. The Greeks were too proud with an older culture to be called Roman. And uh, they like Baptists and Methodists fussing and carrying on. But uh, Brother Langston, I don't know, and, and I feel pretty confident in saying that our missionaries, when this thing opened up in 91 and 92... There may have been, but I I don't see who or where would have. This could be the first time in over a thousand years that a gospel tent has been set up in old Macedonia. Tonight, while we're under this one. So I just want to stop and pop a happy bubble. And thank God that we're in this one and they're in that one. I don't mind telling you, I don't think I'd lose my reward. I'm not doing none of this for y'all. But the Lord let me and Jennifer. He blessed us in recent days. and You know, we dumped the pile on them for the tent and just wanted to be as big a part of it as I could. And uh, the Lord, well, let's pray God saves some little Albanians. And... uh Tonight that tent's up. They got it two and a half years ago. Took, had to move heaven and earth to get it into the country. And uh, been sh- two attempts to set it up, and and uh, the local authorities shut down one, and then the police shut down the other. But now they've got a wealthy landowner, and he put it in the middle of his property. And he said, "I own the police, so you know what? The heck? You ain't got nothing to worry about." And uh, that's the truth. And then he's kind of the mayor of the town. He said, you ain't going to have no trouble. <laughs> what about God? Maybe honoring Titus. Hey, Amen. They stoned him in a little Roman coliseum. There were little Roman... Uh, Brother David Phillips has been over there. Uh, and, and half our missionaries uh, nearly coming out of his church. And, uh, that's some of his men over there doing this. And so I just want to thank God that old time religion works everywhere. Amen. Thank the Lord. I'm feeling a little religious tonight. Glory to God. I'm feeling so good I may be short-winded tonight. What do y'all think about that? Amen. I've been Song of Solomon chapter seven verse one. If the Lord will help me, these are thoughts that a uh, beautiful text. I've only went over this once, Brother Marion, and uh, I went over this once the other day in Southern Mississippi. I feel like running through it again. Ten body parts are named here of the bride, and I want to say that the Lord. And give us a holy mindset in this hour, in the midst of all the fornication and flesh and nakedness and lust that we deal with in this hour. And, young men, all the stuff that we deal with on the smartphones and on the computers. I want to say something to you, young men. You can overcome the flesh. I need a little help right there. You can't overcome the flesh. And there's one fire that burns hotter than those natural fires, and that's Holy Ghost fire. Amen! It's the only thing going to burn them fires out. Brother Langston, I read the other day, an old preacher said that the Trinity has teamed up against our trio of enemies. said, God the Father said He'll take on the world. God the Son said He'd take on the devil. And the Holy Ghost said He'd take on the flesh. Uh, Well, I thought y'all would like that better than you did. But I'm interested in overcoming the enemy myself. And our Lord's only one can help us. And I want to say, uh, look in the first two words. Song of Solomon chapter 7. How beautiful. How beautiful. All right, I'm waiting on y'all to catch up with me. How beautiful. That's what he was saying about her. You better believe he looks on us like that tonight. See, verse 10, I am my beloved's, and his desire is toward me. What do y'all think y'all are doing here? He's the one that assembled us. We are an assembly. He made us what we are. We do what we are. Is that plain enough, English? We do what we are. We are an assembly because He called us out. And He called us in. He called us over. He called us around. Just cause he lo- I am my beloved and His desire is toward me. To me that's the sweetest verse in the old testament It really that's just to me I hadn't found one deeper stirred my heart greater I don't know why I look upon us smitten and wounded and not salted and not swaddled Ezekiel 16, I passed by thee, and I saw thee forsaken and cast out, laying out in the dirt clods of a forsaken field. Nobody wanted us, nobody to have us forsaken and thrown out there. He said, but I passed by thee, and I saw thee, and thy time was the time of love. And I said unto thee, live.
1: Yeah, I said unto thee, live.
0: Amen.
1: Thank God! And He sent from above. He took me.
0: He drew me out of many waters. Thank the Lord. Thank God. You better stay near the sound system, brother. Brother Sam over there. Amen. Hadn't the Lord been good to us? How beautiful. How beautiful. Amen. Amen. Brother Mary, and he named ten body parts. And I'm going to go over every one of them and shout over every one of them. The church ain't just beautiful to him. It's beautiful to me. Hey, y'all, who do you think that is embracing us tonight? Oh, y'all got to talk to me. Who do y'all think that is that called us in here to give us a midnight visitation? Who do you think that is a stir? Why do you think hot tears running down our cheeks all night? Yeah. Amen. I believe me and David could have sung a duet and it'd have been a blessing. <laughs> me and old December the tenth and old Kurt here could have pulled off a trio and y'all would have shouted tonight. Had to take David out of it. He's got too much talent. We don't even like David, do we? Thank the Lord. Oh, my. How beautiful. Thank God. How beautiful. How beautiful. Before I walk through them ten, by the way, ten's a number of a testimony. Ten's a number of a testimony. Those ten commandments, He called them the tables of a testimony. You trace that number ten through the Bible. It's a number of a testimony. But when the Father sent the servant to get a bride for his son in Genesis 24... Y'all remember that? Abraham sent the servant to get a son, to get a bride for his son Isaac. Y'all remember that? And uh number 10 kept popping up in there. That was 10 camels that she watered. And that was 10 shekels of gold that was put on her bracelets on her wrist. And that was 10 brothers that told her, go ahead, sister. go, Go with him. Oh, that was a testimony when the bride was getting found over there. And thank the Lord, that's about the only thing we got is a testimony. Thank God for the church. That was Peter Peter and somebody. Was it Peter and John in Acts? Uh, The old crippled boy hollering or or somebody was. The beggar, the blind man. Read the book of Acts. You'll find the story. And they said... uh, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus. Thank God I got news for you. Some preacher said, an old preacher sadly said, today the church says we can give you silver and gold, but we can't do nothing for you in the name of Jesus. We got no power. And, uh, oh, thank the Lord for the church. I am, my beloved, and His desires toward me. How beautiful. I'm working on a series. The Lord rewarded me yesterday. I don't deserve it, but He likes to do it. God rewards His children for obedience, for faithful, for going the second mile. Are y'all hearing me? We don't deserve it, but He designed it. He set up a reward thing all through that Bible. And uh, He rewarded me yesterday. I spent three weeks in southern Mississippi in one church, and the Lord, woo, we tell you about that sometime. And there have been 15 saved so far, and there's still a-going down there. I felt the burden to come here, and I left the meeting. But yesterday, outside of Atlanta, preaching, the Lord rewarded me. I've been chewing the cud on something for two months, and it all came flowing out in about ten seconds. Yesterday on the front row. And... uh the Lord let this been working in my heart. Uh, let the church be the church. Let the church be the church. And she's going to be the church. She's going to be the church. And thank the Lord. Well, we're going to look at the body here for a little while. But I do want to stop and say, just try this out for a minute. Thank God the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Corona may have put the churches on the threshing floor, and it took half of our older preacher friends, it took them on on the other side. But uh, if Corona put the churches on the threshing floor in 2020, in 2021, communism is going to put the nations on the threshing floor. And the Antichrist is somewhere ironing his britches and fixing to put them on and walk out on the world and say, You better believe that's right. He's ironing his britches right now. And, and amen. He's fixing to step out on the world platform. And I'm going to tell you something, brother. Amen. The church, let the church be the church. Two thousand years the church has survived persecution. She has survived prosecution, and she has survived infiltration. Amen. The church has shined through war and through famine and through death and through pandemics, the church. The governors and kings and empires have tried to snuff her out and shut her down, but, brother, not through the centuries, not through the two millennia have they even come close to shutting the church down. Fire can't burn her, and water can't drown her, and Satan can't can't silence her. It's the church. It's the body of the Lord. It's the bride. It's the building. It was His blueprint, Ephesians 3, in eternity past. Amen. Thank God it's the battalion, and she's marching on. The Lord will help me. This is going to hurt some folks around the country, but i got 15 sermons. <laughs> I don't know what am I going to do? 15 sermons. Don't let the church be the church. And this is uh, one tonight. First one I'm going to preach. The second time I've looked at this, let the church be the church in her body, in her body, brother Marion. I loved how Sammy Allen used to, only Sammy Allen could say Marion Atkinson in 19 syllables in a language that no one understood, and uh, we did not know who he was talking. Only brother Marion understood. But let the church be the church in her beauty. That'll be a good one, won't it? In her body. In her business. Amen. Going after sinners. In her birth. Coming out of that side. Let the church be the church in her breath. And He breathed on them in John 20. And then a mighty wind came from heaven and Acts too. I got ten more. I'm going to leave them alone. I'm loving it. I
1: not a rabbit.
0: I've done it before. Chapter 7, verse 1. How beautiful. There's ten of these here. You want to walk down through them and see if you can circle them? How beautiful are thy feet with shoes, O princess daughter. Number two, the joints of thy thighs are like jewels, the work of the hands of a cunning workman. Number three, thy navel is like a round goblet which wanteth not liquor. Number four, thy belly is like a heap of wheat. Set about with lilies. Number five. Are we on number five? Thy two breasts are like two young rows that are twins. Number six. Thy neck is as a tower of ivory. Number whatever. Thine eyes like the fish pools in Heshbon by the gates of bath Rabin. Number next. Thy nose is as the Tower of Lebanon. Now, i seen a woman in Walmart, and and she had the same thing going on. But thy nose is as the Tower of Lebanon, which looketh toward... I'm sorry, y'all. I'm going to try not to cut up. Which looketh toward Damascus. And then, are we on on number nine? (laughs) Brother Derryberry, don't you be laughing over there. All right, number nine, verse five, thine head it upon thee is like Carmel, and I think number ten, and the hair of thine head like purple. The king is held in the galleries. How fair and how pleasant art thou, O love, for delights. I, I need to tell y'all something. Our story is a love story. Yeah. And, and And when the love story is told in its most intimate avenue, brother biddy, it's in a song yeah. solomon solomon's song this piece of scripture takes us into uh the deepest intimacy uh that that any parts of the Bible does, and when it gets to the sweetest part, see the Solomon, it had to be sung. I'm going to tell you, our story's so rich, it can't just be said. It has to be sung. And and, and I'm for the singing. I I like the order, and I'm glad some old-timey men raised you, Brother Burke. And we appreciate Brother Langston, and and appreciate Brother Marion. and where'd Brother Weaver go? Brother Weaver, appreciate your faithfulness through the decades, my friend. And uh, thank God. (laughs) Oh, some of them tried to snare you up in Knoxville and pull you in that, in that new way. But I'm glad you stayed with the old way, preacher. Amen. Thank God. Praying around a rock altar still works. And, uh, amen. You, you fear that thing? Don't be caught up in no southern gospel goofiness. Keep that thing in the old paths. Make your mom and dad proud all the way. Amen, brother Sam. Thank God. Just give me some old time praying, some old time singing, and some old time preaching. And the God of the old men, the God of the old paths, the God of the old stories, the God of the old ways, the Ancient of Days, that's all He needs from me and you. Thank the Lord for it. So let's look at these ten body parts right here. How beautiful are thy feet with shoes. First thing I think of, it was feet that brought the gospel to you. Catch, Brother Jordan, I'm done with this. Those feet, amen. Thank God for the preachers that was here tonight. How beautiful upon the mountain are the feet of them. That preach the gospel, that bring glad tidings of good things. How are you gonna how are you gonna believe unless you hear? How are you gonna hear without a preacher? How are they gonna preach except they be sent. Thank God. But these feet are shod. We've been shooed. Amen. He's gave us something for the journey. Brother Langston, I believe what the old preachers taught me, that 40 years wandering in the wilderness, they didn't have to go to pay less or pay plus. I forgot the name of pick and pay. They didn't have to go to a shoe store. I believe him old timer said the ch- the shoes grew with them. The leather girt about grew with them. I believe that. My daddy's uncle Edgar, great-uncle Edgar, captured 17 Germans in World War Two by himself, and he had him a long a long rifle, and he was out on a patrol, and he captured seventeen of Hitler's men. But it wasn't no act of bravado, even though he was a bravado type. But they were hunting for an American to capture them. It was winter time, and Hitler was starving them, and their shoes were gone, and they were looking for an American to surrender to, because they told them they had heard it's better to be a prisoner of war for your captain than to be a general for ours. y'all ain't helping me. Do you remember when it got so bad that you were looking for Jesus? <laughs> I've heard it's better to be a prisoner of the Lord Jesus than to be one of the head henchmen for Satan's army. Thank God it's better to be a prisoner of the Lord Jesus. Amen. They said Hitler won't give us shoes. But we heard the Americans will feed you. <laughs> and I'd rather be a prisoner of the Lord Jesus tonight. Follow Him and obey Him. He's better to those He's captured, honey, than those that the devil promotes. Thank God for those feet. And we're on a journey. We're strangers and pilgrims. Brother Ryan, we're on a journey. Brother Caleb... We're strangers because this world ain't our home. And we're pilgrims because we're ahead of our home. <laughs> Woo. Number two. Oh, he said, the joints of thy thighs are like jewels, the work of the hands of a cunning workman. And the joints of her thighs and. uh i got two words to study this with you, uh, how fitly framed we are, like the hand of a cunning workman. And then this is the woman, and there you can see the babies where they're giving birth. Amen. And I want to tell you something. There's a flock of sheep down the road from our house. And uh, the farmer bought 200 acres down there and made it a wealthy farm. Down at the bottom of Katusa County, Brother Ryan lived down there, next to me, not far. And uh, they put about ten sheep out there two years ago, and now there's about three hundred. And the old boy said all we do is leave them alone and feed them and f- cut their wool when it's too long. He said if you he said, oh, he said if you'll just leave them alone, they'll love each other and there'll be babies everywhere. <laughs> Y'all ain't helping me. And listen, God, help us tonight. Brethren, if we'll have a time of love with the Lord, and He said, By this shall all men know that you're my disciples. If you love one another, there will be spiritual birth all over the place. But I love how we're fitly framed and fitly joined together. 1 Corinthians 12, Now God hath set the members, every one of them, in the body as it hath pleased Him. I've done me a word study on that word "set," and it's a jeweler's term. He'll take the little pinchers or the little tweezers, whatever, and and set them, set them stones in the body. Got news for you: if you're in the will of God, you're in church. The Lord'll give you a church. And he'll set you in there, and you shine. You're one of his jewels. He used the word jewels. Malachi 3 and 4, and they shall be mine in that day, saith the Lord, when I make up my jewels. I get over there in Knoxville with Brother Lawson, uh, Brother Langston. And the Lord just had me all during Corona and all time preaching to them cameras. I got neighbors live up the road from me, went to Tennessee Temple back in the 80s, and all of them have quit church. Said so they can't find no good church. And all over this nation, before Corona, people sitting at the house looking at, got them a social media pastor. Can I get a witness right there? I'm telling you, I run into it all over the nation. And they'll say, well, there ain't a good church in our area. I mused on that. It takes me a while. I win all of my arguments a month later when nobody's there, but man, it just works out great and I do a little victory lap. I high-five myself. I told them they didn't hear it, but I told them. i was, was satisfied enough that I heard me tell them. Thing dawned on me and I got in front of Brother Lawson's camera. I didn't know if he'd ever had me back or not. I got in, the, you got four television cameras in there, you know. And I crawled up in one of them things. I said, oh Lord, I'm fixing to test my friendship with half the country. And Brother Lawson. I said, I got news. I'd like to ask y'all, all all of you people across America who's quit church several years ago. And got you a YouTube pastor and got you a social media and got you a face live streaming pastor. I'm going to ask you two questions. Because you're looking at a man that believes in the church. It's the only eternal thing in this world, and it's the only thing He's coming after. Amen! I said, how come God don't think enough of y'all to give you a church? Just curious. Uh Why the Lord doesn't think enough of y'all to give you a church? And while I'm testing all my friendships, I said... I want to ask you why you don't think enough of God to give Him a church. Yes, do you not know any Christians? Yes, what well, do you, fellowship with the world? Is that all you got? If you can't birds and a feather fly together, you can't find another believer? Yes. Two of you get together and get on your knees and ask God for a preacher? Yes, Can I get a witness right there? Yes, How come you don't think enough of God to give Him a church? Yes, How do you think a church ever got anywhere? Somebody started it! Why don't God think enough of you to give you a church? Why don't you think enough of God to give Him a church? America has an insatiable appetite for the Joel Osteens of this hour. I'm gonna say something to my generation. Some of you grew up under, under a heavy, a heavy yoke. You be careful when you toss that yoke off, you don't throw the baby out with the wash. Can I get a witness right there? Don't you throw the baby out with the wash. We've uh, every generation got to get rid of some wash water. But honey, don't you get rid of the baby. Oh, dear time. Set like jewels. Set in there. Number three. Number three. Y'all doing all right with these body parts? Oh, he thought a lot of them. Thy navel is like a round goblet which... uh, uh, running over with liquor. Thy belly is like a heap of wheat set about with lilies. Now, y'all can pick on each other after church on your way home. <laughs> but you know, I looked at this brother Lamance, and, and I did. I said, Lord, what, is, what am I looking at? And he answered me in three seconds. He said, That's the Lord's Supper, son. There's a round goblet. <laughs> and there's the bread, the wheat you got the fruit of the vine running over this goblet. You reckon that's Gethsemane's cup? <laughs> and, and the liquor that bothered me, Brother David. I said, Lord, why is this liquor in here? That's bothering me. Why is this liquor? And I looked it up, Brother Dairy Bear, and it's the only mention in the Bible. But I looked up an old man of God, and he said, don't y'all be disturbed by this. This is like pot liquor. This is like turnip grain. He said, it's it's when there's an overabundance and it overflows the cup. He said, it's the overflow of the juice of whatever you're talking about. Oh, my... Oh, my, my cup runneth over because his cup run over on Calvary's cross. The blood, the blood, the blood that came streaming down. Amen. Brother David, this could be Gethsemane's cup. Called it a goblet, it said. I didn't know this till I looked it up a week ago. Brother Langston called it a goblet because it didn't have any handles. I don't quite know what that means yet. I'm still chewing on it. But you can't get a handle on this. <laughs> Brother Sam, you got to hold it with both hands. <laughs> huh? All in. Is that what it means? That's what I'm going with until you tell me something better. He took both his hands. <laughs> The devil couldn't get a handle on that cup. The world, you ain't going to get a handle on that cup. You can't get a handle on what's happening in here tonight. It took both his divine hands with the wounds in the hands to hold that. Father, not as I will, but as thou will. That goblet overflowing. And then there's the wheat. Set about with lilies. Oh, for the belly! Do you see that? This is the Lord's supper. This is the cup of wine and the and the bread laid out with lilies. Now, twenty-five years ago, I did a study in Solomon. Uh, actually, thirty years ago, when I was twenty-one, that was the first series I preached in my church. Brother Langston was the Song of Solomon. Studied it for six months. And when it's the lily, it's him. But when it's the lilies, it's the churches. You read through Solomon, you'll find that. And what about these lilies that surround that bread? The churches gather around the bread, the body. Y'all ain't helping me. Whoo! I got to have the Lord suffer in England. Mission trip to England two years ago and Preston and Chloe and Kendall back there and Mama. We got to have the Lord suffer in England. And that's our modern birthplace. The capital W word came out of Jerusalem, but the written word came out of England, sixteen eleven, the King James. Our revivals came out of England. Our hymns came out of England. Our books on the preacher's libraries came out of England. Our missionaries and mission movements came out of England. Wonder what was going on there. The official language of the last day is English. The world meets an American and speaks English at the United Nations. We got together around the Lord's table. Brother Langston, there was a There was a slight tension between two sister churches. We preached that morning in the church and then went that night where that morning church, they'd lose their building, and every night they would have church with this sister church across town. And one church believed in observing communion, having the Lord suffer once a month, but the other one believed it once a week. Slight tension. It didn't break fellowship, but, you know, it tested it occasionally. And the way they observed the Lord's Supper was the families would come around one at a time, break their own bread. They baked their own bread, and whoever the head of the home, and in one case it was a the grandmother, there wasn't any men left. But the families would come one at a time, and the daddy or the granddaddy would break the bread and give it to the little family. He'd pour pour the juice, and they'd stand there and have a little worship, And have it, and then go back to their seat, and then the next. Well, I didn't want to tell them. One had it once a month, one once a week. I'm in Georgia. We had it once every two years, you know, Christmas. (laughs) Made sure it's over with in ten minutes and then laugh and giggle on the way out. What's wrong with us? Oh, no, our churches are dead and useless. What's wrong with us? He gave us baptism and the Lord's Supper. Baptism shows you that you're in Christ. Lord's Supper shows you that Christ is in you. What ails us? And the sweet deacon brother that opened it up with Scripture, he ever so subtly rebuked the other church. It was subtle. It was with humility. I was amazed. I've been trying to pull these things off. When I rebuke people, it's just terrible. Blood and guts everywhere. i got to learn better. He said, Father... He said, "Some of our dear brethren are of such a sanctified walk that's only once a month that required accountability at the Lord's table, but a wretch such as I, once a week is called for." And that, like, hey, sucker, that was smooth, man. That was—I that was, ain't learned that yet. I, I, I preach in Alabama and Tennessee. You can't be nice. That <laughs> right by the lane, and you can't be subtle. It'll go right over there. Yeah. But I want to thank God that our cup overfloweth, and there's lilies gathered around the bread, the bread of life. What's the next one? What number are we on? You're thinking evangelist would mark his Bible. Feet and joints and thy navel and thy belly. Now we're in verse three. Thy two breasts are like two young rows that are twins. I remember an old North Carolina preaching, old North Carolina man preaching this one time. In between hacks, I caught what he was saying. Personally, I like the hacking preaching. Amen. And uh, he said, thank God I'm a drawing milk from the two divine breasts, one from the old and one from the new. He said, I'm a drawing milk from the Word of God. One from the old and one from the new. And you can even see it in verse 13. The mandrakes give a smell. And at our gates are all manner of pleasant fruits. Would you all agree that there's pleasant fruits of the Spirit laying all over this property? <laughs> Love, joy, peace, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, gentleness, long-suffered. I've maybe forgot them but oh, do you all agree it's pleasant to be in here tonight? Look what he said, new and old, which I have laid up for thee. Oh, my beloved, look at the order, new first and old. Now we're new and dip back in the old. And they, they lived out of the old and looked to the new. We're living in the new and going back to the old. Can I get a witness right there? Ooh, thank God for your Bible. You ought to pick it up and kiss it. It's what Brother Bagwell to have us do. Go ahead. Go ahead and give your Bible a kiss. <laughs> How many centuries, Brother Derryberry, did men burn at the stake for that book? How many centuries were men killed in the martyr's flame, licked up at their feet while they gave their last words, last song, last testimonies, just for that Bible? Yes, yeah. Thy two breasts. Thy neck, verse 4, is as a tower of ivory. Thy neck. I got to looking at that thing, and, I, and so I didn't know what to do with that. And so I just opened up my concordance and started looking everywhere it mentioned a neck. And and there were two things, Brother David, that would not, just two themes. Everywhere I found a neck in the Bible, there was either a yoke on it or a kiss on it. <laughs> and I'd like to report to you I've experienced both. I've had a yoke on my neck, but somebody took it off. Said, Kern, learn to me. My yoke is easy. Amen. And I've had a kiss on my neck. I left the hog slop. I went home to the Father. I fell in the road. I was trying to pray a sinner's prayer. But the ants in the dust is the only one that heard me. The Father was slobbering all over my neck. Bring the robe. Bring the calf. Bring the vest. Bring the shoes.
1: This my son was dead. And he's alive again.
0: Yokes and kisses. Joseph's brethren thought for sure our father's dead now, and he's going to kill us, but he didn't kill us, he kissed us. Go read it for yourself. It's at the end of Genesis. Woo. Johnny Pope out of Texas, Johnny Pope, Jr. Told the story years ago. Out of the woman, he's preaching out of Romans 7. The woman that was married to the law and then the woman that was married to Christ. Y'all know anything about a yoke? Y'all know anything about a kiss? I was whispering to Brother David, I-, I confess I was egging him on earlier. I was trying to tell him them, them two both was a squalling and a shouting at the same time. And I said, "Song of Solomon, seven one." How beautiful! And I was trying to tell y'all. One of you was looking down, squalling. The other one was looking up, squalling. Two now, two old Holy Ghost drunk. Not stopping off at the crack house, but stopping off at the church house. I was trying to tell David your testimony in just twenty seconds, and that's when he got got him tore up too. Y'all know anything about them yokes? You know anything about them yokes, my old friend? Oh, I do too. I do too. I know about them yokes. Johnny Pope said there's a woman that had a husband. He He was strict, severe, never did beat her, never did abuse her. But he never cut her no slack. Just straight and strong and stiff and severe. And every morning... When he left the house, he gave her a list and demanded it be done right. She couldn't handle the pressure. She couldn't live up to the perfection. Her mental health got bad. Her physical health got bad. She's about to crack under that yoke. And then one day, Johnny Pope said, glory to God, he died. Can I tell you all a funny story? This is a true story. It's an awful story. I shouldn't tell you, but I'm fixing to. I was in a big old meeting that didn't have a lot of depth to it. And I said, how many of you, and I was talking to the young women. There was a whole bunch of young women there and teenagers and college. I said, how many of you uh, girls, how many of you women would like for God to give you a good husband? And the uh, pastor told me that seven married women got up and went to the altar. Oh,
1: God.
0: Whatever, help yourself there. I ain't going to get in your way. <laughs> said he died. And another man came along and said to her, "You're beautiful. I love you. Will you marry me?" <laughs> Never asked her for a thing. Every morning when he left the house, he gave her a kiss. <laughs> gave her a kiss said she got stronger and she got happier. And every time in the evening, come home and give her a hug and say, I brought supper. You didn't have to make it. And uh, go rest. Sure, you had a long day. Let me wash him. Let me clean up this corner over here. And said she lived that way real happy. And one day she was cleaning down behind the refrigerator and saw a paper and was trying to get it cleaned up and picked it up. You know what it was? It was one of them old lists. And as she's reading that list from that old husband, she realized she was doing everything on that list and more and didn't even know it.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, some of y'all need to learn to be in love with Jesus. I ain't got to do this. I get to do this. I ain't got to go to the Lord's house. I get to go to the Lord's house. I ain't gotta, I ain't gotta fight the battles and bear the burdens and, and come with the Bible. I get to be in this battle. I get to be in these burdens. I get to be in that book right there. Oh Lord. Thy neck, and I love this next one in verse 4, thine eyes. Oh we. Brother Sam, when I studied this one out, it blowed me away. I don't know if I'll, I'll, I'll try to get the other one, but this one's big. Thine eyes are like fish pools. He can see fish in her eyes. Follow me and I will make you. <laughs> you ever look deep in the church's eyes and they love sinners? And they love the brethren, and they love the mankind. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, and that's and as I even as my Father hath sent me, even so send out you. When the church loses the vision for sinners, brother, Mer- brother, man, Mer- I looked up Hesbon. Is it Hesbon? It said it was known for its many ponds that were full of fish. <laughs> and I ain't going to go back over there and read it. What is it? Ba- Bathrabeem? Do I got that right? It said Bath, Brother Buck, Bathrabeem. It said it's many multitudes. What about the Lord's interested in little fish ponds? And big old multitudes. Brother Triplett and his wife just come back from Uganda. Forty million people crammed in the one little place, twenty five million young and walking barefoot in the red mud women doing nothing but carrying burdens all day on their head men doing nothing but staying drunk and beating the women. Little children running around, 25 million of them. I'm, I'm glad God got Bathra Beam on his heart, the yeah, multitudes.
1: Man, yeah. Yeah. Somebody's car's going off right there.
0: Everybody, mash your keys and we'll figure it out. Middle aisle, fourth vehicle.
1: Who is? It?
0: You need a new battery in that thing?
1: <laughs>
0: You're going to tear up the front part of the service, the back part of the service.
1: <laughs>
0: Still causing trouble even in the church world. What about God cares about the multitudes? What about God likes to find a little old pond? God will use you out here in the woods and a little town of America. God will use David surrounded by 25 million orphans. God likes to get them out of the highways. And God likes to get them out of the hedges. Hey, Amen. He'll go to the big city and let a Billy Sunday preach a half a million of them in. And he'll go to a little town and let a country preacher get about four of them. When our eyes, when you can no longer see beautiful fish in our eyes, we've lost our vision for souls. One of the only reasons our churches, our old-time churches, don't have power because we've gotten worldly, and then we got lukewarm, and we don't have a burden, and we don't obey the Great Commission. I tell you why James Linkson kept the power of God on his life, his whole ministry. Because when I went in his little church twenty-two years ago, just a young preacher returning from Florida, uh, hey Amen, had a great ministry down there, but I was a oh, I was a young man, empty looking. I landed over at Brother Langston and saw him coming in on that van full of kids, him and Sister Mary. Still running the bus route. Walking there and seeing all the missionaries on the wall, still supporting missionaries. Place was full because he's still going after sinners. Not going after the American dream, but going after the heavenly vision. A lot of our old-timey preachers just interested in having an emotional service, and let me get back to my hunting and fishing, or let me get back to making money on the side, and we've forgotten there's a great commission been given unto us. That's That's why he's kept the power of God. Same with Brother Allen, missionary soul. Brother Sammy. Let's close with this one. Ah, there's two of them. Yellow, it's good night. I'm early. I may be compromising. Somebody check out my spirituality after church. I love, well, there's that nose in verse four. And I want to say just thank God for that beautiful incense that sends a beautiful fragrance. Our prayers and our praise has gone up before Him as the evening offering. Amen. Thine head upon thee is like Carmel. I dug around. I thought I had it right. And sure enough, the old preachers agreed with what I'd looked at. This is Mount Carmel where the fire of Elijah fell. And I immediately thought of Acts 2. The flame of fire leaping off their heads. Thine head like Carmel where the fire fell. I'm nearly done tonight, but don't you miss this one. Brother, we better get, our churches better get full of the Holy Ghost. Until the flames of fire, not signs and wonders meant for the Jews, but the actual substance of the spiritual matter, actually churches on fire. Fire leaping off our head. Like it fell on Elijah, it ought to fall on us. That fire. We better have some holiness. You're going to have to have some holiness. You're going to have it with your little compromised social media generation. They have an insatiable appetite for entertainment. They'll follow a Joel Osteen Piper all the way to hell. Jump in there with him and it'll be a different fire they'll end up on. Holiness. Mmm. Last one. Thine hair. The hair of thine head like purple. The king is held in the galleries. I had to go get my 17 commentaries I've collected through the years on the Song of Solomon. I said, surely he's held up in the galleries. He's out there in them halls. She's in there and he's held up. Well, that's chapter 1. My perfume, my scent, she said, my fragrance, my fragrance. And drawing him into the inner chambers. The galleries, old English word for the locks of her hair. The purple, royalty. The purple robe he wore. It's a mixture of blue and red. Red was his blood, and blue was our humanity. The seven colors on the rainbow, the one closest to us is purple. Where he became us. That royalty. You know Colossae was 11 miles from Laodicea? Laodicea was known for her black sheep. Black, glossy wool. Let me stop and say the Laodicean church is known for her black sheep. Going not Deep in Colossi, we're known for beautiful purple wool. You can Google it right on, when you get home tonight. Google Colossi. There's such heavy calcium dioxide. I have no idea what that is, but I memorized the word. And it it calcified the stones. It, you'd think it was snowed over half of Colossi. White stones, and whatever that heavy mineral in that water came up out of that springs, the black sheep would drink that water and they'd turn it purple. And it was the highest-priced wool because it was royal colored, the king's color. Pardon me for a moment, but I still like the old-timey women that put on modest clothes, shamefacedness and sobriety. Not a bunch of naked harlots with bedroom eyes and selfies everywhere. Yeah. Great. Great. Naked up top and naked down bottom. We need, our, we need our dresses long and our hair long is what we need. Yeah. Yeah. This modern day outfit, honey, a bunch of Leia. Very interesting, I found out a year ago, Leia Decea was named after Lady Laos. She was a witch. A known adulteress, and she claimed to sleep with gods, devils. Said she slept with Apollos and gave birth to a Zeus. You say, what do you think about all that? I think when you wake up on the other side, you're going to realize you better quit uh, watching movies and TV and start believing some stuff in that Bible.
1: Amen. And the
0: Laodicean church is named after a demon-possessed harlot. You be careful in this hour. You be careful in this hour that we be Christians, honorable and holy. And these, pardon me, but these perverted women in this hour, the transgender, and they hack it off and buzz it up and put unnatural colors in. Unnatural affection. Women with women. Men with men. Working that which is unseemly. And I know a lot of grandmothers have a shorter hairstyle, and that's fine. I'm not talking about you. But brother, you read Corinthians 11. That woman's hair was her glory. Are you all with me? This hair is like purple. And it got held up in the locks of her hair. (laughs) Anytime you see church really break out you're going to see women on the altars and women on their knees and their hair mixed with their tears. And everywhere you see that, they're washing His feet. You better believe He's a sitting right there. And then when them holy women of old get in their prayer place and their hair falls down and the tears fall down, the King gets held up in those, in those galleries. And do you know if a church who's a bride will be a holy church with a covering? And if a church will bow down and give Him her glory and her tears, the Lord will come and sit and let Him wash His feet. We're missing some old-time women of God. Where's the praying women? Where's the purity women? Thank God I'm afraid to come down there. I don't know what this mic will do. Let's try it, Sam. I'll run back up here if it messes up. Oh, we need some of them old-timey women know how to get a hold of God. Right yes, she held him up. Oh, y'all ain't helping me. Uh-huh. He got held up in her locks. It'd sure help a bunch of sinners get saved if some mom and grandma would get the king's attention and hold him up for a while. Woo! I got Chloe and Kendall here this week, and they got friends here, and it's a beautiful place to come for my children. And I'd almost, I would. I think I'd give a left arm or my right arm if we could have some women that show my girls how to be holy, holy, holy in an hour when the women are so unholy, unholy, unholy. And I ain't going to run around and try to make you, you know, meet my checklist on, I don't even, I got more of a kiss than I got a list. But that kiss will give you a list. You'll you'll make a list of things I'd like to do for him. Y'all ain't helping me. And I ain't going to match your list up to my list. I ain't a bit interested in that. But God, give us some women adorned in modest apparel with shamefacedness and sobriety as the holy women of old who can hold the king up. This is my last point. I'm nearly done. What about Esther? She held the king up. He said, ooh, we, that's the one. And then he, he held the scepter up. Woo! She told the Jews, y'all fast for three days. Uncle Mordecai, I'm a going in. And he was stout. He said, If you don't, I pray God kill you and all your seed. (laughs) And he loved her. Well, y'all ain't helping me. I ought to thank God for some stout preachers. Uncle Mordecai was the only authority, the only man in her life from the old from the old home. She said, I'm going in. He said, If you don't, I pray God'll kill you and God raise somebody else up. I want to thank God for some old-timey men who didn't have to soft-soap it and sugarcoat it and pet my feelings and keep me in the old way. Didn't bother Esther a bit. He said, you better get in there, child. This, This is your time. For such a time as this! And her beauty and her fragrance held
1: the king up.
0: What about, by the way, we don't want to just, I know we're talking about the hair of the bride and we're talking to the ladies, but it sure would help some ladies if some men got full of the Holy Ghost yeah. and come in and out every day with a kiss. That sure help our sisters. That sure help our sisters. It help our sisters if we encourage them in the Lord. Beat them down, and they wonder why is there even a reason to live for God? My husband ain't good to me. The world ain't good to me. My old family wasn't good to me. Nobody. The church ain't even got no God on it. What is it? It sure help our sisters if we'd get full of God, men. She's to submit to us, but we're to love her like Christ loved the church. He got down there, the disciples, and washed their feet. How about after she's served and submitted, how about you get under there and wash her feet? Get under her. Amen! Amen. Amen. Right, but oh, if we had some royal-headed women, if we had some royal-headed churches, tonight we are the bride of Christ. What if the Lord come by here tonight and He got held up? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, she's beautiful tonight. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Ooh she smells sweet tonight. Held up yeah. Amen. in her galleries. Amen. Yes, oh, aren't you glad the Lord got held up in the galleries of amazing grace? Oh, thank thank brother Langston, aren't you glad the Lord got held up in the galleries? Yeah. All them years of your ministry, eighty-seven year old, somewhere about eighty-seven. How many years you been preaching, Brother Langston? Sixty-eight years. If a little bit of him I get on you, and you, and you, and you, I appreciate you turning down all the liberals in our area and plugging in to Brother Langston. I appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate it, son. Like a thousand white stallions stampeding with sparks off their hooves through a rocky desert—that's how good I feel about it.
1: <laughs>
0: Snorting fire, then a unicorn pop out on their head. I believe in unicorns. I like. I believe. <laughs> Thank God. And the reason Jesus has hung out. With men like Brother Sammy Allen and men like Brother James Langston, it's cause they were covered with royal beauty, and he got hung up in the fact they loved him, they desired him, they served him, they worshiped him, and they got hung up in- The Lord got hung up in their hair! The Lord got hung up in their lovely locks! Lovely locks! Lovely locks! I ought to be lovely royal locks coming out of the Christian, coming out of the church. Brother David, his royal hair, lovely locks came out of your father's life. And the Lord got hung up around here all these years. And He's here tonight. (laughs) Thank God. Your daddy lost a bride, but he stayed with God's bride, and he just did. And his royal, lovely
1: locks.
0: And the king got held up in those galleries. <laughs> <My good> <laughs> Sister Biddy Child, come softly play and you get ready to sing something for us. Bow our heads and let's come around and pray for that fire to fall on our head. Preachers, would you come pray with me? Christians, would you come pray with me if you want to? Young people, all you young people, all you young people, make you a place of prayer if you want to. You don't have to. You softly sing something for it. They don't even have to be an altar call. Whatever God has got on your heart. Let's all stand. Make it easy to move. Find you an altar and let's pray. Find you an altar and let's pray. If you're lost, you can be saved tonight. If you're backslid, you can come home. If you're bitter and angry, confused... You can get on your face and pour your heart out. St. us child. Whatever's on your heart, Sister Betty. Yeah,
1: that's a good one. Obey oh, the Lord tonight. Oh,